0: Sydney's
1: best breakfast.
0: 2GB. Well, this will turn a few heads. A new study has linked COVID vaccines to a number of health issues. The global study, which includes work from researchers in Australia and New Zealand, has got some worrying developments. They say coronavirus vaccines can have links to rare occurrences of heart, brain, and blood disorders. COVID vaccines produced by Pfizer, Moderna and AstraZeneca have all been named by the Global Vaccine Data Network. People who've had three Pfizer or Moderna jabs have a higher risk of a condition known as myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. The AstraZeneca vaccine has been identified to increase the risk of blood clots in the brain. And according to the study, people who've had three doses of AstraZeneca have a seven-fold risk of pericarditis, which is the inflammation of muscles around the heart. The study analysed 99 million people who received jabs in eight different countries. Now, I know the headlines can sound scary, so we call in the expert, Dr Nick Coatsworth. He's our resident medical expert, and he's on the line. Dr Nick, g'day. Good morning, Ben. How worried should we be?
1: Ben, I I don't think we should be too worried about this. It raises some interesting questions about how we look at uh, vaccine safety. But remember, as you said, this is a study of 99 million people. Now, when we call vaccines safe, we don't call them completely without complication. And I think that's something we didn't explain very well during COVID. When we said safe, people assumed, you know, it was like drinking a glass of water it's not like drinking a glass of water rarely very rarely you can get some nasty complications including one called Guillain-Barré syndrome which uh, involves nervous paralysis so there are and and that can happen with a range of uh, of common vaccines but it's so rare that you have to look at 99 million people before you start getting what we call a safety signal on those vaccines. So an interesting study, but not alarming.
0: Okay, but when people hear about these things, links to heart, brain and blood disorders, those people who were pushed into getting the jab because they were told that they wouldn't be able to work or they wouldn't be able to travel without getting the jab, if they're one of the unlucky ones who ends up with a health complication, you can understand why they'd be furious.
1: And as always, Ben, you've hit the nail on the head. The question for us here in Australia is when did we know about these rare safety events? And given that we knew about them, was it ever justified to consider continue the mandates? Because one thing you can't ethically do in medicine is mandate harm. And so I think if we rev- take anything out of this, we need to look at the vaccine mandate issue, look at the people who lost their jobs or potentially got the vaccine and then suffered a side effect uh, when they may have preferred not to have done that. So it does shine a harsh light on that vaccine mandate decision.
0: We've also got to give a voice to the people who have had vaccine injuries, right? As you say, we were told from the start, this was not a case of you know, being as safe as drinking water. We never said to anyone, this is 100% safe. There are always going to be some people who have side effects, but are we giving Aussies the opportunity to report their complications they've had with vaccines?
1: I'm not aware that our reporting system changed much during COVID-19. It relied on what we call passive reporting, which means that either the person Who gets the complication or the doctor that they see uh reports the the uh safety issue to the therapeutic goods administration the tga now probably there was an under reporting of side effects whether that was of any significant magnitude i can't tell you but i think it is something that we need to need to review and we need we need to be open to the idea that if we introduce uh novel vaccines to the market and they were new and we did need them. We definitely needed them. And they did do a good job in preventing hospitalizations and death. But when we introduce those, are we satisfied that those uh, reporting mechanisms are going to allow people to be heard?
0: OK, so if people who had three Pfizer or Moderna jabs have a higher risk of myocarditis, and if uh, people who've had the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, have also got a higher risk of blood clots in the brain and... People who have had 3 doses of AstraZeneca have a sevenfold increase of pericarditis is there anything people can do about it after the fact I mean is there anything that medical experts can do to say okay you've suffered this complication but don't worry we can help
1: Well I think the first thing they can do people can do is be reassured I mean even even the highest reported rates of this myocarditis was only one in ten thousand um this in young in young males for for moderna and pfizer vaccines, even this study shows a lower rate of something like twenty per million which is which is a which is a lower rate so these were these were rare side effects ben and uh, you know largely although it was the it's the heart it's a significant organ. They um, the inflammation got better on its own um, for the vast, vast majority of people that were unlucky enough to have that complication.
0: While we've got you on the line, Dr Nick Coatsworth, the asbestos mulch saga, which is right around Sydney at the moment, how worried should we be?
1: Well, I mean, asbestos raises all sorts of concerns based on James Hardy and Bernie Banton and and the Wittenloom Mines. Um, you know, it's it's deep in Australia's consciousness But this is largely bonded asbestos, which is still part of the cement that it was was, uh, fabricated in. Um, It's in mulch and it's in an open-air environment, Ben. So it needs to be cleaned up. There's no question that what's going on at the moment is the appropriate response. But I wanted to reassure parents as a respiratory physician that the actual risk, and we're talking a lot about risk in this segment, but the actual risk of anything happening to your kid as a result of that exposure over their lifetime is just extraordinarily small to the point of almost being negligible, Ben. So, of course, we have to clean it up, but we can can really be reassured. I did a thought experiment, uh, which was to actually Google the number of McDonald's restaurants that are close to Liverpool West uh, Public School within walking distance. There's four, Ben. There's four that you can walk to. And I think there are there are bigger public health issues affecting our <laughs> kids at the
0: moment. I really do. Good on you. Thanks for jumping on the line. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Our resident medical expert, Dr Nick Coatsworth. For
1: more of The Ben Fordham Show, watch live weekdays, 5.30 till 9am
0: on 2GB.com.